God wants you to be a spectacle and a phenomenon. Hello, my wonderful friends. This is Joseph Allen here. And I'm continuing with this season on graces or on the favors of God. I already dealt with hen favor, if you remember. The one for elegance, the one for acceptance, the one for charm. Please go through it if you haven't done that yet. This second episode is about God wanting you to be a spectacle and a phenomenon. These are scriptural things that helped people of old to achieve great feats in the kingdom of God. And that's the reason why most of them are found in Hebrews 11, the great hall of the great men and women of faith. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this particular favor or this particular grace that enables you to be a spectacle and a phenomenon is called Mare favor or Mare grace. M-A-R-E-H. Mare favor or Mare grace. Now God has given us different graces or favors to help us operate and to live successful and fulfilling lives on earth. So Mare favor is grace for outward impression that opens doors towards leadership and significance in the body of Christ and in the society as a whole. So Mary Favor is grace for outward impressions, outward impressions, or you could also say outward expressions that open doors towards leadership and significance in the body of Christ and in the society as a whole. You've got to understand that in God's wisdom, he created a, He created us on earth as physical beings, spiritual beings living in physical bodies. So let me put it that way. That's, that's really what the truth is. We are spiritual beings that live in physical bodies. But in his wisdom, God expects that physical body to appear in a certain manner, to look a certain way, and to operate in a certain way. So the physical body is designed to fulfill a certain purpose. Remember, design determines purpose. Something is designed based on how it's going to work, or how it's going to function, and that's how God works. So Marie favor, this one that makes you a spectacle and a phenomenon, has a lot to do with design, the way God has designed you. You see, God has designed my vocal cords for speaking, and that's the reason why I can communicate this message to you through the podcast because of the way my vocal cords are designed, the way my tongue is designed, the way my lips are designed, the way my teeth are designed, so that I'm able to pronounce words in a certain particular way. And that's what we call Mare Favor. It's a physical design that fulfills spiritual purposes and spiritual mandates, okay? So this grace called Mare is grace or favor that all Christians have, but they must be aware of it and must activate it through speech, okay? Now, in the Christian faith, we appropriate or get things by believing them. So number one, if you want something, believe it. If you believe it, it becomes legally yours. If you say it, it becomes vitally yours. And if you act on it, it becomes materially yours. Did you understand that? So you believe, then legally, what you believe becomes yours. The Bible says you believe in your heart, you become righteous. 
But if you confess with your mouth, you get salvation. You actually appropriate salvation when you confess. If you act on that word, then you see material manifestation of its power. A miracle is really a material manifestation of spiritual power. Okay? Now, when you say things and then you do them, you'll be operating by faith because faith is a doing faith. Our faith is a doing faith. So if I believe it, I've got to act on it. If I believe that God is love, then I must be loving towards you and I must be loving towards other people. If I believe that God is merciful, then I have to forgive you and I have to to forgive other people and I have to forgive myself as well in case I go wrong. You see, if God is a restorer, it's called Jehovah Eliashib, God my restorer. If God is a restorer, then I need to restore people as well. And you need to restore people as well. You've got to act on what you believe. And that's what faith is. Faith is a doing word. That's why Rema is empowered by faith. Rema is when you take the logos or the revealed word of God. And then you speak it directed at a particular situation, a particular purpose, a particular time for a particular uh, use. Okay, I already mentioned purpose. Purpose and use are exactly the same, one and the same really. Okay. Now, if you look at the book of Genesis 12, verse 11, the Bible says, And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. The word look upon there is mare. When somebody looks at you physically, they find you beautiful, attractive. They find you handsome. They find you good-looking. The word there is mare. So Abraham tells his wife, you are mare. You have a certain favor in you that will cause people to want you. You have a favor in you. You have a grace with looks that will cause these people of Egypt to take you away from me. And they'll probably marry you to their king. Because you have a very high level of Marie favor. And consequently, they will kill me. So, for me to remain alive. And you see, Abraham was a prophet, so he knew exactly what was going to happen. For me to remain alive, tell them that you're my sister. Because she was really Abraham's stepsister. But those days they were allowed to marry their stepsisters and their cousins and people like that. According to Middle Eastern culture, in some cases it still happens even today. Now... The stepsister was this time round to take a different purpose, not that of a wife, but that of a sister. And of course, Pharaoh took the woman because her marae grace, her marae favor, this favor for being a spectacle and a phenomenon, worked so well that the leaders in Egypt recommended that Pharaoh marries her. But God, of course, protected Abraham and protected Sarah from Pharaoh. And Pharaoh restored Sarah back to Abraham and gave him lots and lots of gifts and he left the place a very rich man. This is one thing about Mary is that if you know it and you confess it and you act on it, it will bring you money. I promise you. I'm not saying that you should act the way Sarah acted. I'm just telling you that if you have this grace, it will always translate to finances. Having it is believing it, saying it, acting on it. Glory to God. So Sarah had Mary favor. She was a spectacle and a phenomenon. So the king of Egypt immediately took her, wanted to marry her. Now, this favor endears you to the high and mighty. It connects you to important people. It also gets you a spouse. So 
to your spouse must see you as a spectacle and a phenomenon. So this, this is the favor that draws a man towards a woman and draws a woman towards a man, especially in a quest for marriage. This is the favor that will cause you identify somebody as your future spouse and not someone else. Because there'll be a spectacle and a phenomenon to you. You'll not stop wondering about how amazing they look or how wonderfully they act or how well they treat you. There'll always be something about this person that you want to marry. There'll always be something about this person you want to do business with. There'll always be something about this person you want to partner with. There'll, there'll always be this thing about this person that you want to listen to. They must have something spectacular and they must have something that's a phenomenon about them. Sarah had it and she got married to Abraham, the man of her faith. Look at that, the father of her faith. Not only that, but even Pharaoh wanted to marry her. So you see, this was a woman who had grace for the high and mighty, even in the wrong sense. Pharaoh, who was the wrong fellow, still wanted to marry the same woman who was already married to Abraham. And ladies and gentlemen, even Rebecca had the same favor. The very, very same thing. Extremely beautiful. In fact, Rebecca means to ensnare by beauty. Rebecca, the Greek is Rebecca, was so beautiful that she would ensnare you. You'd feel trapped by just looking at her because of this favor. There are some of you, ladies and gentlemen, who have this kind of grace. You are so good looking. And you didn't think that that was a spiritual gift. You thought you're just handsome, you're just beautiful. There's room for you in the body of Christ to use this grace to do great and mighty things the way Sarah did, the way Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did, the way Joseph did. They all operated under this grace called Marie. All right? So, if you look at the book of Genesis 24, verse 16, the Bible says, And the damsel was very fair to look upon. That's Marie again. We're talking about Rebecca here. A virgin, neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled the pitcher and came up. You see, Re Rebecca went to the well looking after animals belonging to the father. And as she went to the well... That's the time Eliezer, the servant of Abraham, was arriving with ten camels and loads of gifts looking for a wife for Isaac. And this guy prayed and said, The woman who will water my camels and give me water to drink, that's the one that you've appointed to be wife to my master's son. So he was using a prophetic code called sign and wonder. A sign and a wonder. So... The sign was, if she pours water for me to drink and pours water for the camels to drink, then she's the one. So this woman comes and immediately does exactly that. So that was a sign that she was the prophetic one, the one that God had spoken about as the wife of Isaac. And then, of course, Eliezer did what he needed to do, gave her gifts and gave the parents gifts and talked to them about the whole matter. And brought her to Isaac and she was married to Isaac. Why? Because of Marie's favor. She was beautiful and good to look upon. She had Marie favor and that Marie favor caused her to be married to a prince. Isaac was the prince of Abraham. You see, 
this grace will connect you to the right people. Let me tell you, some of you are struggling in life because you're in the wrong place. You're in the wrong geographic location. You're in the wrong company. You're talking to and dealing with wrong people all the time. You are made for greatness. You're made for the top. You're made for VIP level of operation. That's what you're made for. But you must know it. You must believe it. You must confess it. And you must act on it. You see, Rebecca acted on this thing called watering of the camels and giving water to Eliezer. And when Eliezer spoke to her about Isaac, she acted upon those words. She believed those words and acted upon them. And she said, I'm ready to go with you. And this is the first time she's seen this man. Now, I'm not telling you to meet somebody and then just marry them. This is a different culture, different setting. But we can learn from their example, especially insofar as Mary Favor is concerned. All right? Now, Bathsheba also had this grace. Though in a crazy manner, she still got a husband and a king. This grace made her stand out. 2 Samuel 11 verse 2. And it came to pass in the evening tide that David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. The word look upon again, Mare. She had Mare favor, so she attracted the king. Even though this was a wrong thing, this was lustful. But it still worked to the favor of the woman. And the woman became a queen and she gave birth to Solomon who became a king. So she was queen as a wife and then became a queen mother. The mother of the next king. Married to the present king and mother of the future king. That's married favor. You see, it always takes you high. It always takes you to the right people. But in this particular case, of course, David made a mistake. But what is it that attracted David to Bathsheba? It was, it was her Mary favor, Mary grace. She was a spectacle and a phenomenon. Now, even Jacob settled for a Mary girl. <laughs> you see, Genesis 29 verse 17. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. The word well-favored is Mary. Rachel was beautiful and Mary. And Jacob said, perfect, that's the girl I'm going for. The one that has Mary favor. You see? And then he gets Joseph out of that union. Genesis 27, 29 verse 17. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And the word well-favored there is Mary. So Rachel had Mary favor. And that's why she got married to Jacob, prince with God. Oh, hallelujah. All right. Now, Joseph was trusted with high levels of responsibility, though he was a servant because of Mary favor. Let's look at Genesis 39 and verse 6. And the Bible says, Genesis 39 verse 6, And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not aught he had, save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well-favored. The word well-favored there is Marais. So Joseph had Marais. And that's what made him a spectacle, a phenomenon, outstanding amongst the, amongst the slaves and the servants. And Potiphar got him into his house. And the Bible says he became the manager of Potiphar's house. And even after he was taken to prison, because of the same Marais favor, because Potiphar's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and said, come lie with me. Because he was so good to look upon. He had Mary favor. 
Of course, Joseph refused and uh, the woman framed him and he was in prison. And right there in prison, the Bible says the leader of the prison, the soldier in charge of the prison, favored him and caused him to be in charge. Later, of course, the gentleman becomes prime minister because of this favor. He was prime minister of Egypt. This favor is upon you too because you're saved. Daniel and his three Hebrew colleagues was endowed with Marae as well. Yeah? The Hebrew boys were promoted by King Nebuchadnezzar because of Marae's favor. Daniel 1 verse 4. So the king is looking from the slaves and the servants in Babylon, those in captivity, children of the Hebrew descent. And the king says to his eunuchs, Get me children, Daniel 1 verse 4, in whom was no blemish, but well favored. The word well favored there is Marae. And skillful in all wisdom, and cunning in knowledge, and understanding science, and such as had the ability in them to stand in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans or Chaldeans. It depends on how you pronounce it. Okay. So do you see how Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had this grace as well? Um, and then as a result of that grace, they went to work for the king. The four boys were taken out of slavery and became the great leaders of the Babylonian Empire then. And Daniel became a president. You know, this guy had hundreds of provinces. And Daniel became the boss of them all. He not only had the wisdom of God, but he also had the looks that it takes for a king to trust you and for a king to engage your services. As I'm speaking right now, this grace is being activated in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, so this grace is God's very nature. When you got saved, this image or likeness was imparted and imputed upon you for you to operate like the chosen generation and a royal priesthood, a holy and peculiar person that you truly are. Exodus 24 verse 17 says, And the sight, that's called Marina, and the sight, the word sight there is Marie, of the glory of the Lord was like the devouring fire on the top of the mount in the eyes of the children of Israel. So you see, God has Marie as well. And when you get saved, this Marie is imparted and imputed upon you by divine design. God designs you divinely to operate according to the grace called Marie, because he himself has this grace. He's a sight to behold. He's a spectacle and a phenomenon. It's as, it's as a result of this Marie favor that Moses moved and saw a burning bush. The Bible says it was a spectacle. It was a phenomenon. It's a wonder. Why is the bush burning but it's not getting consumed? Then Moses moved closer and God began to talk to him. Tell him the place where you stand is holy ground, remove your shoes. And God gave him all the instructions that he used to rescue the Israelites from Egypt and also to punish the Egyptians. So, apart from confessing that you have this favor, you must be well-groomed and sweet-smelling in the natural realm. This favor is spiritual but manifests physically. You have to do your physical part of activating and enhancing my ray. Do your hair, do your makeup, dress your best and carry yourself around with confidence because God instructed even his holy priests, the sons of Aaron, to be dressed for glory and for beauty. Look at that. 
God instructed his priests in the Old Testament, the sons of Aaron, to be dressed for glory and for beauty. So you need to be dressed for glory and for beauty as well. Don't say, oh, I'm not such a good dresser and all that. Learn how to dress properly. Package yourself the right way in the world. They will judge you based on how you look and how you talk and how you walk and how you present yourself in the church. We discern, we look at your heart, not the outward. But even then, it's important for us in the church to be well-dressed and to be well-groomed, just like the sons of Aaron. And the Bible says in Exodus 28 and verse 2, Exodus 28 verse 2, And thou shalt make holy garments for Aaron, thy brother, for glory and for beauty. So your looks matter for your future success. Don't neglect your looks. Marry up. If you do that, you'll find life getting better, sweeter, and nice in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are listening to me and you don't know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, I want you to know him. He's wonderful. He's the one that gives us all these graces. Please say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you're the Son of God. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin and rose again for my justification. Today, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I receive eternal life into my spirit. I'm now saved, born from above. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. If you've prayed that prayer, you're now a child of God. You can start activating the things of God by studying the Word of God. Now the Word of God is going to make sense. And when you start praying in tongues, you'll find yourself filled more and more with the Holy Spirit operating in power, signs and wonders following. That's what you are designed to be. And for the rest of you, thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening to me. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and put in a word or two for us, a testimonial, record it and post it to me. I will personally respond to it. I look forward to talking to you again in the next episode. You're wonderful. You're my family. You're amazing. You're anointed. And listen to me. You are making it in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing can ever stop you. I love you so very much. My name is Joseph Helen. Until next time, bye-bye.